Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for the Real Housewives of Atlanta. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Real Housewives news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Hey everybody, welcome to, <laughs> shut up guys, welcome to the Real Housewives of Atlanta. We've had a two-week hiatus, and we're so glad to be back. Uh, today, with me, I have Mikey Watts. Yes, ma'am. He joined us on the last episode we had, right? Oh, yeah. Sort of moonlighting with us. We love to have you. Yes. We also have DJ Jesse Kennedy. What up? And it's so weird seeing you. Out this here. is what you look like. I'm I mean, here. Usually... welcome. Hey guys. <laughs> He's here. Our friend. And we also have Cameron Martin. Hi. You, Happy we, New Year. We haven't seen you in a while either. Yeah, I've been sick. I'm still sick. Aww. That's I'm the old. story she's been telling for a while. Decrepit. <laughs> well, this is like a reunion, and I believe Courtney's going to try to call in. We always love to yes. hear. What she thinks of everything. So starting off this episode, we see Phaedra, and now she's really gung-ho about her funeral home. And we can see that Apollo's still not really feeling it. What do you guys think? Do you think that he... Sorry, I was wondering when that music was going to stop. (laughs) It's just dead silence. Go ahead. Well, what do you guys... What do you think about... I mean, if you were in that position... I think okay, because last last time we spoke about it, we said, you know, if that's your man, you know, your wife or whatever, you know, you got to be there for them, you know, whatever. I think it was you, Mikey, who said, you know, if, if I'm going in with something on a project, like, and you're my other half, like, you have to go in on it with me. But, I mean, then uh, it, he's talking well, about souls. I don't know. And, it's a little different when you have to touch dead bodies yeah. and, and things like that. And she didn't say you have to go in on it with me. She even said at the end of the episode, she said, now if he's not all all in for it, you know, I guess I'm not going to be able to do it. So I was glad when she said that. Yeah, but there's still emotional backlash when it comes to that, though. I mean, you can't just say no. There's still going to be some kind of emotional backlash in their relationship. But how? Why is there emotional backlash? I mean, he didn't wake up one day and they sat down, had their coffee together and said, let's start a business. No, she was just like... It's a funeral home. Phage's fantasy. Fantasy funerals by Phaedra. <laughs> Fabulous funerals. She uh, said, look, I picked you up out of jail. You need to right. work for my company. <laughs> you need to stop bringing something into this house. I, I think that he's trying. They go into Willie Watkins' funeral home, and he seems to be putting forth an effort. 
And I'm liking Apollo more and more because of this. And he Agreed. just said towards the end, he's like, I just don't want to touch dead bodies. So I think he's in on it. And I also think what you guys said, he knows a little that she might be running the show. I feel like she little. does run the show. Well, yeah. And he, he recognizes that. that. He so. came in with his little backpack. His little backpack. Hey, mom. <laughs> it looked like her son. <laughs> he hey, guys. Flowers. Hey, guys. Sorry to cut you off. Speaking of running the show, uh, first off, A, can I get someone to silence their phone? But B, uh, we have Courtney Stewart on the line. What up, Courtney? going to help run the show, too. Yeah, somebody went dang. Happy New Year, guys. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Courtney. Courtney, were you so Hello. excited for this episode? Um, I was so excited for the episode, but then I got depressed watching it because it wasn't that exciting. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a little boring. I know. A lot of people were saying online that it was like the most boring episode ever. But This, this season is kind of yeah. trailing. We're working with what we have. I thought we were going to see big things from Marlo entering in, but we'll get into that. Uh, Courtney, what do you think about poor little Apollo and him kind of being strung along on this crazy journey that it's Pedro wants <laughs> As ridiculous as I think a funeral home would be for myself, Phaedra is not dumb. That makes perfect sense for her situation. And the fact that she's excited about it is scary, but it works. And Apollo knows he's a convicted felon, so he's just knowing to go ahead and be okay with the funeral home and carry some dead bodies around and be all right. Well, That's disgusting. (laughs) Courtney's right. It seems a little bit scary that she's so calm and cool and collected, but... Because she's... I agree with Courtney. I think she she likes that pomp and circumstance you guys are talking about. I'm not from the South, so I don't know. We cremate our bodies. <laughs> but I can see she she sees dollar signs. I mean, she also enjoys that pomp and circumstance. So, they rock on, girl. Yeah, she enjoys it. And, you know, the doves and the carriages and everything. But she's also, she's really smart because she knows she has to have something family legacy. And in the South, a funeral home, if you have a funeral home in your family, it'll be carried on and carried on and carried on. She also knows people are always dying. It's going to keep happening. Exactly. It's recession proof, man. Put boom in in the tomb. (laughs) She was coming up with a call. Let's throw, what did she say? Let's throw in the ground with a bang or something. She she had all kinds of catchphrases. She's crazy. And she'd be coming with those neck braces. Like, like, she got like five different ones. (laughs) The new pink one was the new one that we haven't that, seen yeah. yet. I love the black. I can just imagine all the dead bodies having one of those. <laughs> she does look like she's... I think she's taking the funeral business a little too seriously. She does kind of look like the corpse and the thing all... Her baby's cute, though. He's really cute. Well, alien Aiden? baby? No, he's not an alien. He's cute. I'm, t- I'm talking trash because he can. No, Phaedra's oh. a good-looking girl, and so is her ex-con husband. Yeah. But, so I think they would have cute kids, though. So. Yeah, uh, I was a cute, point, cute baby. Kim was calling her baby an That's alien. That's right, the alien baby. Yeah. Well, the yeah. gestation period was a little long. <laughs> 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 well, speaking of Kim, um, we didn't see much out of her, just like we saw Phaedra and Kim, just a little bit, not any major things happening with them this episode, but she's having trouble with Brielle. And I like that. She acknowledged, she acknowledged that um, she enabled that brat that she's created, so... Yeah, she's like, she's acting like a bratty teenager, um, texting all the time. But whatever, I think that's any teenager. I don't see any major problems. Courtney, what do you think about Brielle's behavior this episode? I think she's a kid and she's being a kid. And I did also like that Kim admitted, like, it's all my fault. And it's funny, though, that she said that they're kind of afraid of Croy because I don't get that at all. 
but perhaps they are. I'm, Maybe he is like regulating behind the scenes. I think she made that up for the, the TV camera. <laughs> Maybe they're afraid that he's going to leave. <laughs> I, I wrote that down too, Courtney, that... I wrote, do you think they really are afraid of Croy? I don't yeah. think so. We've been I saying think, the whole yeah. season how much they're, they're obsessed they're with like him more friends. than... That's yeah. their relationship. And I think Mikey's exactly right that she said that for the cameras so people think he has authority. And well, think, Devil's Advocate, maybe they're not afraid of him physically. Maybe they're afraid of the idea because he's, he's more st- structured. <laughs> he normal? Like, he likes normal structure <laughs> and Kim's not that he's way. Normal. So I think, you know, I think children, the children, they... They're drawn to structure. Mm-hmm. They fight it, but they want to know where their safe boundaries are. And I think Croy brings that for them. So to the fear of losing that and the fear of disappointing him as opposed to, you know, just causing their mom grief. Because Kim is more like their sibling as opposed to their mom for me. Well, so then devil's advocate to that. Yeah. Do, do you think that it would be maybe that she said it because now she's seeing a different side of Croy? Because at first Croy was kind of, he was structured, but he was still their friend. Mm-hmm. So now maybe he's... Like, oh, no, okay, I, I run the house now, like, putting things in yeah, order. I bought that house. <laughs> and that's, that's different for them. They've never had that. Yeah. So maybe that's why she's saying it, being the bratty teen. Like, oh, if you're not going to play my game, well, Corey's being a jerk now. Yeah. I just don't really see it, though. The cameras haven't captured it. Kim no, can say what she wants. But if the cameras haven't captured it, you almost got to think it's not really going on. But I just think that the kids are trying to get attention from Croy. And Kim almost said so much. In the last little sentence of her mm-hmm. interview segment, she said they're just, she's just trying to get attention. Do you think that they're trying to get she's trying to get attention from Croy? Because Cameron, you haven't really been here, but we have oh, this. Heard theory. You've heard it. <laughs> we have the theory that the and Mikey. That's we have the theory that Brielle is in love with Croy. Love. She may be. Mm-hmm. 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 Courtney. Mm-hmm. So is Precious or whatever her name is. What is the assistant's name? Sweetheart. Sweetie. 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 Precious. <laughs> Sweetie Precious. Did anybody find out why she got fired? No, they still haven't come out and said anything. She won't give an answer, but I think they just grew out of her, kind of. She slept with Corey. When did she get fired? Well, apparently it was right after the baby. And actually, that's the thing. They don't say if she's been fired or if she quit. They won't talk about it. When someone asks her, Sweetie, about it herself, she wouldn't answer. And when someone asks the daughters about it, the daughters wouldn't answer. So maybe she left on good terms and... She just had something else going on with her. Like what? <laughs> She's doing a cross country tour getting massage. Yeah. <laughs> she did not leave on good terms. She's, she she's in LA at Target. For this season, and then to get fired, she did not leave on good terms. Cor- <laughs> let her go. Courtney, what do you think happened? <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, I don't know. You can't, okay, I would say that you can't have a woman up in your house like that when you got a husband. That's like, true. Yeah. But you so don't you, have another woman of that. Not that she's like super hot, fly, whatever, but like you that's just unnecessary. You don't have that up in your house. <laughs> but Courtney, so are you thinking Kim is the one who uh, wanted to get rid of her? Or do you think maybe Corey? Um, I'm thinking Kim was probably like, okay, I love you, but right. yeah, you can't be walking around in your little poom poom shorts around my husband. It was like, Braille. She's like, work. I don't need any more competition. And Sweetie, <laughs> I kind of feel like it was Croy. Sweetie was looking a little better. The last episodes that we saw her, exactly. she had a makeover. Something was I going mean, on. No, no, like season. No, Devil's Kim, advocate. I can agree. Kim with needs that. to tell yeah. her how to do her makeup because her makeup is off. It's disgusting. <laughs> she looks like a drag queen. I don't like that. The last she does time look we like saw drag her. Queen. The skin tone is a little off and the brows are scary. And the red rosy 
Yeah, I can go with you. Maybe it was Corey. Maybe Corey's like, okay, Kim, you need to learn how to be a housewife. If you're really going to be a housewife and be on a show called Call Housewife, <laughs> you need to learn how to be a housewife and get rid of this assistant because I'm not paying that bill. To be doing nothing. And so, and to add on to that, I mean, here, here she is. This is you're paying Kim's best friend to be her best friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that tour, w- when um, Kim showed Corey the house and he was looking at it like, how much did I spend on that <laughs> shit? <laughs> to me, I'm thinking, you know, he was like, let it play for a few weeks because the baby. But now it's kind of like, all right, we're starting a family. We have a family. This chick don't need to be running around here taking care of our kids we have a, a teenage daughter who can do these things for yeah. us i just think there's so much he's pump, like you said he's pumping the structure in right now so i think it's cool yeah and even to him because kim ain't getting rid of her yeah and talking to <laughs> yeah because she followed kim around it was just like her little best friend you're exactly right and croy you know he might have even looked like an idiot to his friends like your wife has got some girl that follows her around living in your house you know what are you thinking <laughs> but if you look back to the surprise birthday party that croy threw for her he helped he used sweetie's help a lot so because she's getting paid <laughs> Next up, rifle practice. <laughs> All right. Courtney, what do you think? You, you think it was Kim, right? I mean, I guess it, it could have been anything. But I, if I were Kim, I would not have her living all up in my house like she was before. Like, that relationship has to change because she's married now. But if that's the case, then her daughter needs to get shipped out someplace, too. Because they should be running I around mean, some poom poom shorts. Can we find out, though, how much she was getting paid? I want to find out how much Kim was actually paying. She's going to be like 15, like, Corey, look, I got new ones. And they're perkier than moms. <laughs> no. Nine eighty-five an hour plus medical. Nine eighty-five an hour. <laughs> and Mikey, your opinion was Kim or Croy had to do with it. Uh, I think Kim. All right. I don't see Croy running anything but the money right now. And he—he's not even like he runs the money. He's bringing in the money, right. but I don't think he's running it. All right. So moving on from Kim, we've got Candy, who goes country this week. Uh, she meets up with Jody Messina, who's a huge country star. She hasn't had many hits lately, but she definitely is a huge star. And I like seeing Candy work. What do you, what do you guys see? I mean, it was kind of was, boring, yeah, it was nice but it's nice in to that see her vulnerable spot of um, she seemed like she was a little nervous. Sounds cool. I like that. It seemed like she was a little bit more humbled, so I like that. And now two musicians on our hands. What do you guys think about her going country? Do you think it's going to succeed? Well, from last time, I I still don't think Candy will ever go anywhere from now. She's not going to be famous. That's right. You did say that. Well, that's why I think she's taking a step back in... Because she's not doing the country for herself right now. I mean, she wants to to produce it it and write it. I mean, she's a good songwriter. She's not an amazing songwriter. She's kind of dated... Like, her music is very, like, 90s. So it might work for country because it may, you know, country kind of has its own realm. So this might update country music a little bit for her to take a step into that. But I don't know. Well, they hit on it because they were talking about um, she's known for her male bashing genre. No scripts. So her assistant or that guy that he was playing piano, I forget his name. Uh, She was saying that she can have a male bashing song in every genre. Well, it's funny that you guys bring up that point of her being dated because Courtney will probably know what I'm talking about. Did you see Courtney where they said that Cherie came out with a song and Candy what? bashes it and says that it's dated? Cherie came Cherie out with a song. Has a song? Did, I call, did I call her Cherie again? Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. Cherie came out with a song? Cherie, right? Ray song. Yeah, this is new to me too. Yeah. Courtney, you heard the song? 
Oh, God. <laughs> Phil, can we please find that song? She was talking about it on Watch Rock. Courtney, Live what, what's the best uh, subject to look up on YouTube to find this? Hot mess. Sheree Whitfield. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What is it? What is it? Sheree Whitfield. Sheree. Look it up under her name song, like her Sheree Whitfield song. I don't remember uh, what this right, was. I'll, I know. Get, the, I'll be right with you. The title of it. If you say the title, I recognize it because I saw it today. Um, the exact title of it. But Candy bashes the song and says it's too dated. Candy of all people to say that it would have been popular 10 years ago. I think that is what she said is sort of popular I 10 mean, years ago. What's the last hit that Candy wrote? Do we know? Tardy for the party. <laughs> oh, Tardy for the... Well... Like, it Candy can't be talking about... No, no. I mean, hey, it was... To, out of all the housewives, that was probably the biggest single for it to come out of that. No, I think New Jersey housewife. Um, I haven't even heard that song either, so... No. Stop. That's Each and every her, day, every day. But you can't even say. <laughs> you know what I'm talking but about. But tardy for the party, like you know what it is, even though it's a joke. Had the best success. Yeah. There's a ringtone of it. She did it, and then all the other housewives wanted a damn song. Yeah, including Sheree. So yeah. hopefully Phil finds that frustrating. <laughs> She's trying to pay but, her court bills. <laughs> Bravo didn't even want to put that on TV though. <laughs> yeah, you're not kidding. I mean, they haven't mentioned anything about no. it. I barely saw something about it. Like, what happened to Sheree's clothing line? She by Sheree. She by Sheree. She by Sheree. <gasps> Did she just say act up? If you don't know, I think you better go and Google me. I don't work for the money that I get if she's an athlete. Money, money, money. That's all I gotta say. Please stop. Yeah, please stop. I want to see this music video so bad. Is there a video? Oh my God. I, don't, I, I'm, I can't imagine she could have. This video is just more of a compilation, at least yeah. what I'm looking at. So oh. I don't know. Auto tune, all auto tune. That is hilarious. She she literally Ack said echo echo. You better echo up, echo. Up. <laughs> oh stop! Yeah. I, I can't oh even gosh. take I it. I thought the Countess song was bad. Ugh. That takes the cake. Oh That's God. worse than Countess. Who else has had a song from Housewives? All, all of them. Um, yeah, I mean, each season, one of, one or of each franchise. New York. New York did. Yeah, Countess. Oh, that was Countess, right? Yeah. Orange County. Um, yeah, Orange County did. Yeah, um, Gretchen. Gretchen. Gretchen had, yeah. I think Gretchen's was actually okay, though. Gretchen's was It wasn't actually. like a pop song. It was like actual singing, I think. <sighs> I don't know. but <laughs> I know Courtney <laughs> loved New Jersey's Melissa's. Courtney's. <laughs> Don't start. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was deaf for a minute. <laughs> We're talking about how much you love Melissa's sing- single. Oh, I'm not even commenting on that. <laughs> Silent. I think Teresa should come up with something. Well, I'm really into that. this is a little off topic, but you know, Teresa's going to be on the new Celebrity Apprentice. Is she? Woo-hoo, she is. Courtney. Me. Yeah, Courtney had to have known her girl's going to be That's on Celebrity exciting, Apprentice. Actually. But there's already some drama going around about that. Which, and her and the other members, especially Lisa Lynch. She didn't pass her SAT requirement. <laughs> Stop it, Cameron. She's smart. They're going to have a cookbook contest. <gasps> Cameron's been dying for you to call in so you two could get We back need to talk about Peter because I wasn't here when you guys All were right, talking well, about well, Peter. Let's, Peter. <laughs> we have one more thing to mention about Candy. Oh, Peter. No, I know she does. <laughs> We'll get into our court- yeah, he knows. He's been waiting for Courtney to call in. Um, but one more thing about Candy uh, that Kevin was nice enough to inform us of, and I looked it up, that Candy has a new spinoff, and there is not a release date for it yet, but Bravo has given it the okay, the Candy go-ahead. Factory. And it's called, yeah, the Candy Factory, and she's um, going to build two pop stars from scratch. Oh. 
Interesting, right? I'd watch, watch it. That. She's I'd really totally branding her sure. name because she has money to spend, and it's real money. Candy coated nights, money she makes on her own. Yeah, not her husband's candy mm-hmm. factory. Not from God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not from God. Oh, Marlo, Marlo, Marlo. Oh. Jesus, All right. Marlo. Well, moving into Marlo and Nini, um, so much. Well, so little happened on this episode with yeah. them two, those two, but so much has didn't led. Didn't you expect me. something bigger to happen? I expected something much bigger. Um, what we're talking about is Nini and Marlo went to lunch to finally put all this on the table and move past it as if it was anything to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, Nini said she went out with uh, Charles Grant once. Supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> and Don't he, let it be true now. <laughs> He never saw her Hello Kitty. So there, it's out. That that was it. Courtney, what did you think about the lunch date? Okay. <laughs> Everybody knows I love Mimi, but she looks scary as hell when she walks in that restaurant. She's had some more work done or something, and it was really bothersome to me, and especially when she went to the little jewelry thing and her leg. <sighs> Something looks weird about Nini, and I don't appreciate that, Nini, because I love you. So that has nothing to do with their encounter, but I just had to say that. As far as their encounter, I mean, I was kind of glad that they didn't try to make it into anything. Right. Because if they actually, like, thought about it, then it would have been more stupid, because it was nothing. So I kind of liked that they were just like, bitch, you want to go shopping? Yeah, let's go shopping. So they're cool. I was good with that. And we all called it out that we kind of yeah. felt that they were going to be friends after that. We knew Bravo wasn't basing that really on anything. Right. But Nini not- said something that was stupid that I couldn't deal Which with. Go. <laughs> she said she said she was like watching Marlo at the uh at the opening or whatever <laughs> and that she was she was great or she was something she said something about her being wonderful and I was like, Weren't you talking smack about her saying laughing at her about her big papa? Like it didn't make any sense at all. So it all seemed very contrived and not cool. What but I- otherwise I'm glad they didn't fight. I see your point exactly because what I wrote down is I think that Nini has some kind of a if you can't beat him join him personality and I think that she recognizes that Marlo could rise up met her match and could beat her so Nini's like join her and sure enough they're tweeting each other all day and night twit picking pictures like they're like the two BFFs now I don't believe that I I think that Nini wants we've always talked about she's, she's a puppet master she wants to be a puppet master I think she wants to make sure that she has Marlo in her pocket Exactly. Yeah, if you can't beat him, join I don't him. think I don't think she's scared of Marlo by any means. No, 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 I don't think. Yeah, no, I don't not think she's scared. scared, but I think that she recognizes that if the two of them are friends, it Marlo could probably be better. Game recognizes game, I guess. You know, you got to make that money. Marlo would be her match if they were enemies for sure, mm-hmm. according to the rap sheet. Yeah, yeah according to her rap sheet. <laughs> Let's get into that, oh, Courtney. We- <laughs> I wish we had a Wait, poster before board. We go into it, before we enter, I just wanted to say how it was interesting. I mean, I know she's not going to talk about it or bring it up, but when she mentioned the timelining discussion at l- the lunch table, because when she did have this drink, allegedly, well, she admitted to it. She had a drink with uh, Grant, mm-hmm. Thomas, Charles Grant. Tra- Charles yeah. Grant. It was while she was still married to Greg, correct? Separated. Yeah, I, I, I anyway. yeah, but I do think that they were separated. I thought the same thing. I was like, when is she having time to go out on a date? No, just making sure because I want to make sure, you know keep it consistent because she talks about married or not. When you're married, you're married, and mm-hmm. so don't talk about other people when they're doing things when they're married. Yeah, that's not what she's talking about. Anyway, sorry. Well, not important. Let's <laughs> not that. And well, I wish we could show the pictures. I don't know. We, we can't can. zoom mm. them in, right? No, we can't. I have it on my iPad right there, but we have Courtney these this beautiful um, array <laughs> array. <laughs> array. We use the exact same word. Timeline of pictures of 
Marlowe's mug shots. It's amazing. Here. <laughs> That's all you right there. <laughs> like the key to freaking Narnia. We've had, Courtney, did you see these mug shots? And I hope everyone... I have not seen the mug shots. You got me Googling right now. All right, I'm going to Courtney, you're going to die when you see these. These mug shots are just insane. It really is like a timeline of... And I took it down off my Twitter. Or off my... But I thought it was funny with Nini walking into that little White House situation. Uh, her eyes like lit open, like, oh my god, all I these white money. people. I money. <laughs> yeah, She's like, like I'm, I'm meant to be here right now. Mr. Was, Trump? No, Mr. Nina Trump. Was so good. It was like Ted Turner's girlfriend or something, but it's just all this gaudy jewelry, which is such a oh, typical man. housewife thing. And they go to right. these parties for to to buy this gaudy jewelry. But um, do you know the Dalai Lama? Do, do you know who the, <laughs> the Dalai Italian? Is? The Italian? Yeah, I think they dubbed that in. We were talking about it during the show. I do think they dubbed that in, but. Getting back to the mug shots, we have them. Here are, let's see, seven, all seven mug shots. Courtney, Courtney are, are, you are you looking at, this at right now? Can you see this? <laughs> that is amazing how she's transfor- transformed she's trans- herself. Yeah. Yeah. Courtney, there's one where she's wearing oh a chump song. Oh, my God. I'm going to brighten it. I dimmed my screen, but... All right, so she's been arrested seven times, and the way Bravo—Bravo didn't even have to edit it. The way she said it was hilarious. We all burst out into hysterics because she's like, whether or not I've been arrested seven times, and everyone's like, what? She's what? I don't—it's insane. All right, here we go. Brighter, Kevin. There we are. The seven beautiful mugshots. This girl looks like completely different She's like Lil' Kim changing through the years. Looking like Michael Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) This is what Nini's trying to do with herself. So these are the seven different mugshots, and they're all pretty much from Florida. Uh, She lived in Tampa. She moved here about eight years ago, and she was arrested for mostly battery. And one of them, the main one, she went to jail for six months, was... (laughs) <laughs> Courtney, you can see these, right? Oh my god! She's giggling about yeah, battery. <laughs> Which one's your favorite? We picked our favorite, the Chinese one in the bottom. Oh, no. Bottom right hand corner, she's wearing a black chomp song. <laughs> Seriously, um, I like. She went in style. Too. That's what <laughs> I like too. Two thousand two with the bangs, yeah. My well, the first one is the one that is the big one that right. we we're going to talk about because she was arrested for aggravated battery. And this girl, I don't know if she broke a bottle, broke a glass or whatever, but she used, they say, kind of a, a piece of the glass and kind of mutilated this girl's or face. Named her, which made yeah. the felony. That yeah. And that's what makes it a felony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this chick, she goes to jail for six months or whatever. And about five years ago the girl ends up committing suicide so (laughs) the girl that marlo attacked is you know passed away deceased and you know her suicide it's you can't say it's marlo's fault it's certainly not but the fact that her face is permanently permanently disfigured you know i don't know because she had a son too and she like i think jumped off a bridge they said no no hold up did y'all say that all of the arrests were for batteries? No, 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 no. Most two, of them. Two of the arrests were for aggravated battery. Well, one of them's possession of firearm. They're all sort of violent. Three of them were for breaking parole. She's a gangster. She's running around beating asses like regular. Like, Nini ain't competing with that. Nini is not competing with that. So, I just... Oh, Nini's country. She's not hood. Marlo is hood. So, yeah, she should avoid that at all costs. Right. Mikey... What do you think of the mugshots? Um, what do you think about finding this out? I, I, this was a bombshell to me. I, 
I would never be on television if I had that rap sheet, for sure. Right? I'd be kind of embarrassed. You would think she would be, but she's... I think she's a changed woman. Well, obviously she she's like poster child for reform. Or she just socialite. got all these white women scared up in there. Like, Scam. Y'all gonna let me the in. Captain oh, wow. Planet Foundation. <laughs> no, she we, doesn't. I will shoot your ass and then cut your face. But did you, wait, wait, wait. Did you see when Nini walked into that that little house and he was like, oh, you were killing him, bitch, in front of all those white people? I was like, you're at a charity event, girl. Yeah, what are you doing? Ted Turner's <laughs> daughter's charity event. And by killing them, uh, meaning if you're going to cut somebody and use the cotton balls <laughs> off of your damn dress. To top of the blood. <laughs> oh, yeah, Courtney, what did you think about Marlo's dress? The cotton ball dress. I, I didn't get it, but okay. Maybe it was some high fashion I'm just not into. I wasn't feeling it Yeah, up, clo- up close, I didn't think it was very stylish. And Nini had and her Lady Gaga heels on. in the face, too, from my taste. <laughs> I think Marla Owes looks very pretty, though. And I think that's why people are so surprised. Right, Carmen? Usually she looks better, yeah. Yeah, she I does like look better. Dress. I mean, that's a lot. She of, cleans up well. She cleans up well. She plays <laughs> the part well. She's done it many well. times. And <laughs> the other Obviously. news is, I don't, this isn't really a news update, but her and Charles Grant aren't together anymore. Surprise, they bro- surprise. Yeah, they broke off their engagement. And he's actually been arrested for, <laughs> in December, he was arrested for felony charges involving bad checks. Birds of a oh, feather. God, I can't she, do this show anymore. <laughs> just so Marlo's oh, like, I need God. to find a new god. Well, that's like one one of her charges was the same thing for <laughs> property and services. Uh, re- yeah, Obtaining in, uh, property or services result or mm-hmm. for return of worthless checks. Yeah, so birds of a feather. Okay. We'll keep an eye on her. Um, I, I was just I was really surprised, but um, I don't know, Courtney. Do you have anything else to say about the Marlo? The last thing I have to say about that is Nini was hella tacky for saying she's not gonna spend twenty five thousand dollars on her earrings. It was a fundraiser. That's what you right. do. That's how you know she ain't there yet, even though she's got Trump checks in the bank. Right. Mind you, three she's four rich. episodes ago, talking about oh, you know, it's nothing. I'll pay for that with cash. I'll pay up and drop a twenty on exactly. that card. I wrote down the same thing. I said, it's so surprising that Nini would make that comment. She's like, I don't need to spend $25,000 on a pair of earrings. It made everyone look stupid, feel stupid for being mm-hmm. at a charity event where you're supposed right. to spend money anyway. That's why I do not believe anything Nini says. She always goes back on what, what she always says. It's, she does. She's, such she's learning. She's learning the money roll. Mm-hmm. You she's better learn and get on, yeah. on another damn show quick so you can keep that money <laughs> yeah. rolling. Yeah. All right, guys. So <clears throat> lastly... Cynthia and Peter and Courtney, this is where we really want to hear your opinion on Peter. Wait, before Court- we do that, okay. Courtney, I just want to say one thing. Did you love that Phaedra had Young Jeezy and T.I.'s plaques up on her wall in her... Uh, what? <laughs> just wanted to throw that there, there was a couple other artists on the wall, too. But yeah. Bobby Brown. Right? Yeah, that's right. But, but just the true. fact that you're walking out of your lawyer's office and Young Jeezy is just sitting right there. But she's done, that's so she's Atlanta. Done work for them, probably, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 It's just that was fun. Little reminder, yeah. so everyone knows. All right. Oh, and for ridiculous or ridiculous or whatever his name was. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, self-pleasuring man. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of self-pleasuring, let's talk about Peter. Peter. <laughs> All right, Courtney, let's hear it. Pass the poll. I still love Smurf. Peter. Why do oh, you still why? love him? I still love him. Were you f- and he because you could see uh, pride is an ugly thing, yes. and yes. His pride is a hot mess, and it is so obvious that it's a hot mess. 
And it was so cute that Cynthia, who I've decided doesn't put sentences together very well, <laughs> but she was trying really hard in the therapist's office. And when he was just like, and before that, when he just told her, like, you get off the train or whatever at the next stop or whatever he was saying, it's so obvious that he's just a stubborn, prideful person that mm-hmm. just doesn't want to sit it down. And she loves it. And they just had good sex after that. They're fine. But that's what, she, awesome. that's what she says, though. She said, we'll be fine for a couple of days. And then it's back to being bad again. It seems to me. When she chose it, he said, I'm 40 years old. I've been this way. I'm going to be this way. She knew that going into it. She knew what she married. That doesn't mean he shouldn't try to change or do better. But I, I don't, I, I have no ill will towards Peter. Peter is him. a dinosaur. Yeah, I love what how she. What did you think of that comment? She totally inadvertently I have, said it. I, I thought think. nothing of it. He took that to heart. Though. Yeah, but because he's old, I don't think she's meant talking to about say he it. can't like sit. He can passes out while she's having conversation with him. Like. She's like, it's not my fault. You're a dinosaur. <laughs> well, I mean, as painful as it might have been to him, this is the same thing. The silence when he was asked to give something that he loved about her, that silence is just as painful. Like, you can't think of anything, but you'd rather go up back and talk about what you don't like about me. That was some serious stuff. Uh, but anytime, serious. he doesn't know how to answer that question because he always brings it back to... Her like, beauty. Her beauty. Mm-hmm. That, And I don't hate him, too. I, I get what Courtney's saying because it is, it is all about pride. But, I mean, you know, obviously, Peter, whatever you've been doing in the past or in your life has not been working. Your business has failed. Your marriage has failed. You're, you have many children with different wives. So what if it's not working? You better change something. That and also, I mean, I don't even know. I don't know where I was. You know what? Peter reminds me a lot of my stepfather. So I mean, they're very prideful people. And he knew since this is her. What her? Did she ever marry the father of her daughter? They weren't married. Uh, He knew that he was her first marriage. I mean, he also signed up for this. So Mm -hmm. what is he trying to do to make her life better? Right. For better, for worse. I don't know. Whatever. Well, I do think. uh, No, I do think Peter tries. I think he tried, but he like tries, you said, he has the pride. His execution is, is not, not pro- no, the proper no. way. You know, but I mean, he wants to, he lets that pride affect him and he wants to be the man and have all these businesses and let them become successful. They just don't work. So I do think Peter does try, but the communication <laughs> issue, I mean, for him to say to the pastor, oh, I need a third party to uh, tell me that I'm wrong. Well, when your wife tells you you're wrong, that's the only thing that should matter anyway. Right. Even though that's true, I don't believe. I think he was just saying that for Matt for the man code idea. You know, he's saying that in front of another man because he's supposed to do his job as a husband. Oh, because that's why I think that was just that was just for air. Yeah, that too. Same thing for camera and for for the man involved. I don't think he really meant it. He he can't tell her what he loves about her, and he used the phrase that I hate when people use it. He says, "If I didn't love you, I wouldn't be here." Mm -hmm. That's such an underhanded way of. I don't even know what you're trying to say by that. That's the easy way out. I hate when... But some people have emotional walls. That's true. He's got emotional walls that he just ain't ever going to break through. (laughs) Well, that... He is who he is. That, you know, I mean, it is hard to... I mean, for me, I would think it would be really hard to have a marriage counseling session in front of a camera, especially for somebody like Peter. I wouldn't want to put my business out there, and I would be upset. And then the fact... What did you guys think when Cynthia said, I don't know if I love you sometimes? Right, but that's yeah. some serious. She, that's she said, serious no, comment. she didn't say that. She, she said, "I love you, but I don't like you sometimes." No, no, no. She, she, she actually said, and said, "I don't love don't you sometimes." sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she did say that. She okay. said the opposite of what people usually say when they're breaking up. It's, 
I love you, but I'm not in love with you anymore. Mm. She said, I don't love you, but I'm still in love with you. They both say dumb. They <laughs> both say dumb the stuff. Sex is great. Yeah, they both but do you say are dumb effing stuff, up yeah. everywhere else. Because, I mean, you think, ex- I mean, I don't like to say goodbye. That's an excuse for leaving. Oh, Seriously? That was the worst excuse ever. They both ever. say stupid things. They both do. That really was How does a 40 year old man, like, act that way it's, towards your wife? It seemed to me he's they were. 50. <laughs> Yeah, he's no way he's 40. He looked good at 40. Because he's like 46, so he's 50-something. It just seemed to me that this episode, they had a lot of conversations that sounded like they were conversations they should have had before they were married. Mess, and Courtney, mess begets mess. Courtney, none of us knew, but do you know how long they were together before they got married? Probably not that long, huh? Over a year. I don't know how long they were together, no. I think it was almost two years they were saying, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's over not that long. He brought her from New York. Is that, was it she came and stayed for him. Okay. Like she came from New York and kind of stayed. So her fault. See, he put it on her, and she got confused. <laughs> and her mind and just went haywire. That's why they're married. That is exactly why they're married. And it'll all work. she can say, "I love your strength and your." It was that man swag, that stubborn. Like I can do anything. I'll do anything. The same things that she is hating right now, having to deal with, is the same thing that put her on his stuff, and now she all confused and stuff. She, yeah, she that's, to why, see the I, that's why it'll work. It'll you, work. I do. Exactly. You don't think it's going to work? Yeah. I do. I don't. Then, I don't. No. Mikey? No? No way. I don't know. All right, Courtney, Courtney, you and me again. Here we go. They're going to stay together. Yeah, they're going to stay together. They're going to be that bitter old couple. They're going to be that bitter old couple just walking through the grocery store yelling at like, Get the damn grapes! Her sister's going to have him killed. He's going to have... She's going to... goodbye. Her, her sister's gonna have Marlo do an attack on him in a in a bar, an anonymous Mug attack. Shot number eight. <laughs> Marlo's doing drive-bys. In her eighth, her eighth mugshot, she's gonna be like really looking good, smiling like yeah. She, we have all right extensions, looking all nice in a, and shiny. In a Vera Wang dress. <laughs> all right, Thank guys. You. So, Courtney, any last thoughts on this episode? Nah. What's happening next week? Well, Phil, are we going to do a... Your After Buzz TV predictions. (laughs) All right, right, Jesse, start us off with predictions. What do you think? Well, Courtney, tell me what you think about this. I'm excited because now now Kim don't have a baby in her stomach. So hopefully the fun Kim comes out. We see her at the gun range. And I'm excited for that. I I like Kim when she's out in a boat. And being a part of it, um, but I couldn't really hear and see really what was going on next week with this whole sit-down meeting. Okay, so they had lunch. Nothing. Here's what I'll tell you: yeah. nothing, because Bravo would have showed us a clip if something went down. Nothing. Goes I don't think down. there's gonna be any fight, but yeah. <laughs> no. So the, the Candy's mom tries to get them to talk and put some of the pettiness aside. But they did allude to some trip to Africa. Please, oh, I will. They're die. gonna go to Africa. Kim, right? yeah. no, I, didn't know, I never heard that. Yeah, they go to South Africa. Yeah. 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 If Kim and Nini become friends again, or start working towards a mutual they're not going to be friends again oh but we can pray <laughs> we can pray for be. better sh- I would love for that episodes. dinner for them to sit down and be like I love you bitch alright bitch come on let's go get a drink and then they just have a whole it, show about that and Corey's at home with the baby but it's it, not going to happen it almost seems like that would happen though because <laughs> the like way the situation they ca- with Marlo yeah they, the me. way they kind of left it without showing a clip almost makes it seem like they're like alright my cool. prediction is Nini's going to hire Sweetie <laughs> <laughs> to do what? Nini would not have Sweetie up in her house. That is not happening. No. Her no. slave. That slave girl. Are you kidding me? Her slave girl. 
Phaedra might. I'm good. Mike, oh, Phaedra totally would. <laughs> no, she wouldn't actually because Apollo's up in there. No. Yeah. Definitely. Can't trust her. Uh-uh, yeah, she'd be like, oh, you can't have that dunk around my husband. Only one dunk in this house. <laughs> Uh, I guess ne- I think next week um, it'll be just as boring as this week then. Yeah. <laughs> if they're showing Phaedra doing her little if, dance, if I think f- it's going to be boring. I think that's actually going to be pretty entertaining. <laughs> I want to see Kim flip the table over at Nini and go ahead. We could only hope. Yeah. We can only hope. I'm really upset that it's so boring that they got me looking forward to Orange County. Can we? They're doing the same thing that Jersey did to me. Like it was boring that's for true. the first like 13 episodes. It's Beverly Hills all the way. I'm when sorry. they go to Africa, yes, something's going to happen Pop Happen off. for us. Mm-hmm. All right, Courtney, on the phone, any last thoughts? Or any last persuasions to get us on Peter's side? <laughs> How can you not love Peter after watching him? You know he's sitting there like a child. He is a child. Like, he has emotional walls. He is too prideful to say, I'm sorry. You have to just be like, oh, man. And your wife trying to speak a whole sentence and, like, a couple sentences <laughs> to express her feelings. And she's not good at that either. Come on. All she's right. Peter's biggest fan, Courtney. Courtney, tell us where we can follow you. Follow me on Twitter at Stuart Starlet. And Mikey, tell us where we can follow you. Follow me on Twitter at Mikey Watts. Cameron? Twitter at TomMacava777. Oh, yeah? <laughs> you follow me <laughs> at Twitter. Cameron? What does that mean? It's like an Indian can you name or that? something. It's a Polynesian name. It's okay. Polynesian. You follow oh. me at DJ Jesse J on Twitter. And, and Steph. I'm, and I'm Steph Bauer TV on Twitter. Thank you guys so much for watching Real Housewives of Atlanta After Show. And we'll see you next week. Peace. And real quick, uh, quick update for all of you, you out there. We do have uh, the new website is up. However, Woo-hoo! we're uh, updating all the content there. We have a ton. Speaking of all that content, it's totally free. Uh, we know you love it. But why not share with your friends as well? I'm sure they'll love it too. Follow us at AfterBuzz TV on Twitter. Peace. From producers. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.